Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the HIV podcast. Each week we focus on a person, historical event or pop culture moment linked to HIV and explore the story of what actually happened. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jess. And between us, we've been working in the field of HIV for 40 years. Our aim is to get as many people as possible HIV educated. Maskatie Akanaka, Tinokuchinga Mizai, Mugrupure HIV podcast. That was a lovely introduction. I think I know who that was. I think you do know who that was. And can you guess, well, if you know who it was, you don't need to guess what the language is, do you? But do you want to tell everyone what language that was in that doesn't know? That was Shona. Yes, it was. And that was one of our lovely service users, Sarah. It's got a great voice. Absolutely phenomenal voice. Such a lovely voice. And also he wanted to explain to me that what he was saying there was he's welcoming everyone. He's greeting everyone and welcoming everyone into the HIV podcast. Loving these intros. So am I. Everyone's getting involved. I like it. Very good. In I mean, other... We've got no way, can I just say, of knowing that he did actually say that, though. <laughs> if we've offended anyone, so sorry. I'm relying on the fact that he's not pranking us. That is a flaw in this whole little segment but you know we trust in people yeah we're just gonna have to ride it out and see what happens hopefully no complaints in other news and I can't play this because actually I don't know if I'm allowed to because it's from a tv show but I I recorded something from Love Island All-Stars now Sarah doesn't watch Love Island All-Stars which is a travesty I, I can't quite believe she doesn't I on the other hand love it anyway what does that have to do with this podcast I was watching it and there's a guy in it called Casey and he was chatting with Kaz and he said that his biggest fear <laughs> was a snake coming up through the toilet and biting his penis. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember a few episodes ago where you had said no one's scared of that? And I said, I think a lot of people are. Then we got a ton of messages saying people definitely were. Now it's on Love Island. Oh, maybe we should set up a support group for these people. And But where does it come from? Why Why do we all have this fear and why don't you? I don't know either. This is why I don't think, I, well, this is why I know I can't understand it. I've never seen any reports of snakes coming up toilets in the UK. 
I might I might try and look for some now. Actually, <laughs> I'd never sleep again, would I? No. I let's found one. Not. No, no, let's just move on. No, yes, yes, let's move on. Well, welcome to um HIV testing week. Oh, it is oh, before we start proper, I should say thank you everybody for the lovely birthday messages all over with now. Managed to string my birthday out for a whole weekend. You didn't see the story I put up for you, did you, with the awful happy birthday music? Gonna play it for you now, Sarah. Oh, it's it anyway, she can't hear it, but I tried to play it to it. It was a hideous rendition of Happy Birthday, like a remix. Right, okay. Firstly, not my favourite song. You know, the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> anyway, yes. You have a lovely birthday. And secondly, birthday. we're all done for another year. So we don't need to talk about it. it's your birthday next. It oh. is, and it's on a Friday as well. Perfect. Might get a little choir together. Yeah. Are you gonna enrol Charlotte Leach? Well, I could do. I don't know how busy she is on a Friday or any other day. <laughs> I suppose so. That made it sound like we know how busy our other listeners are. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yes, if you want to be leached, absolutely. If you want to be leached. <laughs> she has so many catchphrases to her name. It's amazing. Oh, it's an amazing name. It's a good name. It really is. Can I ask why you have yes. a poo behind you? Because last week, without any consultation, you announced that you'd got a mascot. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, I thought we discussed everything for the podcast content. So I've got my own mascot this week. Oh, okay. Pedro okay. Poo. Pedro Poo. That's what you're I'm calling I'm going to say it. in honour of Pedro Samora, but that's <laughs> not, that's not <laughs> really an honour, is it? No. Maybe Peter Poo. Paul Poo. Why are they all men? What about Pauline or Petunia? Oh, Penny. Yes, you're right. Penny oh. Pooh. I actually think it's it's genderless. Yeah. I think I poos are that. genderless. Um, and just to explain, it's not a real poo. It's one of the, no. it's a plushy. It's like a, It's. it looks like the emoji of poo. And yeah, it, no, it's not an actor. <laughs> I can't imagine that. <laughs> Sarah's <laughs> lost the plot of it and she's just been smearing feces all over the wall oh. behind her. <laughs> no, putting the CCTV wire to good use. We've not yeah. had to use it for quite a while, but I'm bringing it back. Fraser, that's probably another little reminder to you to hide the CCTV oh, wire. Yeah, absolutely. Given up asking. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen, does it? Call no. them out on a podcast and it still doesn't happen. <laughs> I know. I don't know what lengths I have to go to. <laughs> but yes, okay. Well, what are we? What are we up to this week? What are we doing? What are we doing this week? Hold on a second while I consult my notes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't have any content for this week because, well, because it was my post-birthday week. When it's been your birthday, you just don't do any work. You're like, post-birthday week, clear the, clear the schedule. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Sean's going to be too happy about this. <laughs> that. That's really not why she doesn't have any content. No. But- they no, have... come on. Creating content is one of my favourite things to do. But this week we are going to do things a little bit differently because we're going to talk about HRE Testing Week. Uh, I'm going to do my very best to keep us on track and on topic. And you, my little podcast friend, are going to share all you know about HIV Testing Week. Oh, this is terrifying. Imagine if It's I don't not really terrifying. I can't do it. I'm strategy. Blue sky thinking, thinking outside the box. That's me. You, manual labour, making it happen. Okay, I'm just skivvy. <laughs> but when it comes to testing week, yes. you're behind our testing week successes. You are the mm. one that makes it happen. 
let's let's do this. I'm on board. Okay, then. So what I thought we would do then is because uh, we wang on about testing week, don't we? And I think we forget that not everybody probably realises, not realises, but knows what it is and why we do it. Yeah. So I thought now it's a perfect opportunity. We can share that, bring everyone up to speed. And yeah. then next year we can say, just refer back to last year's episode. And I've got another week when I don't have to provide any content. Oh, yeah. Perfect. I like it. You're planning ahead, Sarah. You're I- working smarter, not harder. There see. There we go. There we go. Well, would you like me to tell everyone? Well, I will try and lead the way. This nice. is just going to be absolute car crash, crash podcast episoding. I feel like and- I'm going to get very serious. Oh, I'll enjoy that. Let's see if it happens. Okay. So National HIV Testing Week is this week. Let's start with why we have a National Testing Week. Yeah. Do you mean you're leading the way <laughs> without you? Answer? Answer that? Is that, yep. Yep. Okay. Let's start with that. Okay. okay. So obviously we listen to, oh, I forgot to tell you, we've got a new country, 176 countries around the world. Check I always ask out. which one and you always go, I don't know. I swear this one's Gibraltar, but I don't know. It's a tiny country. Wouldn't put my money on it, but I think it's Gibraltar. So welcome if it is you, Gibraltar. If it's not, you know, thanks for just being here. Right. Okay. So I said I'd do our best to keep us on track. Literally oh. just asked you what testing week is, and we're now talking about Gibraltar. Start again, shall we? Wow, that is okay. So what I where I was going with that was going to be on track. I've just got a bit of a butterfly brain, as we know. Butterfied? What's butterfly? What? I was trying to push past that. <laughs> oh no. How the table so, I'm thinking you meant butterfly, but what it sounded like was butterfried. Yes. That's okay. That's okay. We all make mistakes. Oh no, this is like the opposite way around. This is horrible. <laughs> okay, so the reason I was mentioning it is because it's National Testing Week. So this is just obviously here in the UK that we have Testing Week. I'm sure there are other testing weeks around the world. I know there's a European testing week twice a year. Do they do it twice a year? Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah, so they do um, one in, is it, it's either April or May, and then they do one in November. But then it wouldn't be European testing week, would it? It would be weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we do it once a year, right? Well, we we also get involved in European, so we actually end up doing three testing weeks throughout the year. So National HIV Testing Week is funded through HIV Prevention England. And it's a campaign to promote regular testing in England. Regular testing helps to reduce the number of people living with undiagnosed HIV and helps prevent people being diagnosed late with HIV. So in a nutshell, that is HIV Test Week. Okay, so it's all about encouraging people to test. And actually, there's lots of ways they can do that, isn't there? Postal testing and face-to-face testing and home testing. Yeah, yeah. So there are, there are loads. And I know we're actually going to revisit our Testing Ways episode later in the year because, you know, it's good to just keep coming back to that. There's new tests on the market. There's new things to show people, as you say. So throughout Testing Week, um, you can go onto the It Starts With Me website and they have lots of little quizzes about if you should test and things like that, which are really, really useful. And it also takes you through to a link where you can order a free postal HIV test. You can also... Or, um, Buy a home test. Places like Amazon, Superdrug, Boots, they sell home tests. And there's quite a variety now. Obviously, you've got testing at a clinic. You can also order free postal tests through sexual health clinics. Um, and then you have community testing like we also offer. So there are tons and tons of ways to test. Okay, so really, we're just reminding the public that they should be tested because there are so many campaigns these days, aren't there? 
I do think that's the difficulty that there are so many different campaigns. Ironically, we just highlighted this, Sarah, by chatting about, you know, when's European Test Week or when there's two a year and then there's this one. Then we've got Sexual Health Week. And I mean, and we are just talking about within our own sector. So imagine, you know, how many other days there are Then you've got sort of mental health awareness days and it just goes on and on and on, doesn't it? So this is a, yeah, a concentrated campaign to really increase the uptake of HIV testing. Okay. And in different areas of the UK, they, so presumably people promote it in in different ways because we're not given like a kind of structured brief as to you must advertise in your local press or you must put posts on Facebook. Everyone, it's open to interpretation, I guess, so that because we know what works well for our audience. Exactly. And so what Sarah's talking about is, so we get um, a bit of funding, don't we? Because we are a local activation partner um, of the whole It Starts With Me testing week. So mm. we are funded to put on services to provide testing, to highlight testing, to really get it out there to public. But I actually think you're totally correct. It shouldn't be too structured in telling people what to do because we all have different communities. You might have someone who's in a city and then someone else who's rural. Two completely different things are going to work in those situations, aren't they? So you do sort of, to a point, you do need to leave people to do what they like. We do get a campaign briefing and we also have the opportunity. People have probably seen posters around saying, I test. So we have like posters, leaflets. Um, so we can order all of those to share throughout the community. So there's continuity in how the campaign looks. Yes. So there's a theme. Yeah. But how you promote that locally is up to you. So the theme this year, as I mentioned briefly, is I test. And so I'm just having a look. I'm just going to read a bit, actually. I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to read a bit off the campaign briefing. So yeah, do it. Yeah. So it said the I test campaign was introduced for the first time during National HIV Testing Week 2023 says, I test builds on the concept of the National HIV Prevention Programme's umbrella campaign. It starts with me by positioning testing as something normal, desirable, and that we can all take personal responsibility for, which is great. I just preferred give HIV the finger. Oh, I loved that with the big foam thing. We got a really good response, actually, went that year, didn't we? A great Everyone response. a foam finger. Well, I just think it's clever as well because... So the whole campaign was around, obviously, giving it the finger by having a finger prick test, but also giving someone the finger is swearing at them, isn't it? So Mm. I just thought it was an extremely clever campaign all around. And I think the the issue with eye test is what for what? Are we talking COVID? Are we talking, I don't know, just general STIs? It doesn't, it just says eye test. Okay, so they're, but they're saying, aren't they, that they're building on the campaign from the previous year which was it starts with me is that right no no so so I oh, the umbrella introduced, yeah the umbrella campaign is it starts with me but again that doesn't actually mention hiv does it no and i think i might be wrong you probably know far more about this than me but in slough in particular where we have quite a transient community we have to keep pushing out messages about hiv testing because you've got new people coming into the area and some people leave in the area you can't start with like a base campaign and build on it because you're not targeting the same people yeah it it has to be ron seal it absolutely has to be ron seal which for anyone that doesn't know or didn't grow up in the uk in the 80s i imagine what it means is it needs to do exactly what it says on the tin so it needs to be so obvious which is i think we've talked about this before ironically why we changed the name of the podcast 
because we suddenly realised, no, we just need to be really clear about what we're doing. That's like you're saying, that's what this needs. It can't rely on people's prior knowledge of, of a campaign yes. for it yeah, to grow. they don't have any. I mean, if, oh. it said, if it said, I test for HIV, I would like that. Yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. But one of the ways, one of the Oh very... my God, oh my God, I'm stopping you. I'm butting in right now. Everyone, I've cracked it. I think I'm a genius. Do you know what they could do? They could <laughs> oh, have the initial... I love how you're in, You're already like, oh, no. You could have the initials HIV and then the I in V is a different colour. So it still says I test, but it says HIV test, right? Oh, I quite like that. Honestly, let's just let's just go home, Sarah. I think I think I've, I am. I am home. So you... no, me too. But you know what I mean? I feel like in the podcast, we're done. I'm spent. Isn't that a good idea? Oh, that is a good idea. Well, submitted to. Yeah. HIV. HIV. Prevention England, yeah. There you go. That's what we yeah. can do next year. Yeah. Well, I, was, I guess it's THT, isn't it? Because so THT manage the whole National HIV Testing Week campaign. So can we customise our sweatshirts that we got with an H and a Should T? Should we do it? They might not like us messing with their merch. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But maybe maybe that's a campaign that I might put I forward. would do it in like a hot pink. Yeah. And then they've got the illuminous kind of yellow on the neighbour. Yeah, let's just do it. Too. Wouldn't that look great? It, would, it, it still says eye test, but it says HIV test. We can buy iron-on transfer letters. Oh, my God. This poor THT are going to be like, why would you do that to our sweatshirt? Yeah, stop taking our campaign. <laughs> <laughs> We're I'm elevating it. it. We're elevating it. I think they'd agree. Someone's has spent a long time thinking about how this could be good for this year. And we're going, no, no, no. What you want to do is get some transfer letters and whack it on your your hoodie. (laughs) Yeah, they might not love that. But I, I I get what they're saying with the whole, you know, building on a campaign. But I just think it's prudent to recognize what you're saying. It just, we can't rely on this prior knowledge thing. And we keep saying that within this sector. We have to move away from relying on people having a base level of knowledge. Yeah, I think you're right. And testing week, we've always found, haven't we, that testing week itself is a bit hit and miss. But the week after testing week, everyone goes nuts wanting to test. Mm. We always brace ourselves for, you know, we clear sessions so that we can have, you know, all the staff available to do all the testing. And obviously we do have you know, yeah. um, test inquiries and we do perform lots of tests, but not quite at the level I think that we always expect. But then, yeah, I I think the reason we have such an influx the week after testing week is because people, as we know, will say to us, I saw an advert once, twice, three times, and then I came to see you. People need to see that advert more than once because we hear it a lot when they say it's a sign. I kept seeing it. It was meant for me. And you're like, I mean, it wasn't. I just boosted a Facebook ad, mate. You know. Oh, but I love it that they think they've been personally targeted. I know. It is It is quite amazing that people think that, like, it was a sign. Like, it's just advertising. <laughs> I reckon that's true of any kind of test or screening. Maybe that's just me. I have to be prompted a couple of times before I'm like, oh, fine, all right, we'll do this. I think it's true of shopping. How many times do you see an ad on, say, like Instagram or something like that, where you'll scroll past it the first time, maybe you'll hover the second time? For me, I'd say it's even like six times by the, you know, to make me mm. go and I'm like, oh, all right, have a look at that. Yeah. Like you need to see that repetition. It's not good enough to just see it once. 
Yeah, you're right. That's why I think it always carries on into the next week. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, it does, because it's the same with Reading Pride, isn't it? When we're kind of promoting testing and then the following week, yeah, you'll get lots and lots of inquiries. So really, our testing week is testing fortnight. It is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And we should also say, I think sometimes things can come out in the press that sort of sideline events. We have had that happen before. And obviously this week we had the news on Monday about King Charles. I can't say King Charles without just wanting to constantly say King Charles Spaniel. Do you know what I mean? It feels so alien, Sarah. But anyway. That's your (laughs) MBE wrecked, isn't it? So we had the news about King Charles. And I think naturally that pushes some of the other news around things like testing week away so you know also can be like not noticed at the start of the week so then throughout the rest of the week it will feature in the media more and then we get that influx oh it kind of gets eclipsed by other news that's a massive challenge isn't it i mean how on earth can that's a risky take by picking a week for a campaign Mm. i kind of wonder why they chase february though is it because there are less campaigns at this time of the year I mean, maybe. I mean, so before it was in November, wasn't it? Oh, in the run up to World AIDS Day. Oh, God, what a horrific time that was. Yeah. Just so much going on. Too much. Yeah, far too much, I would say. I mean, I'm sure there must be a reason why it's in February. I actually don't know what that is. Maybe maybe TH can reach out and tell us. I'm not sure. Um, or I might have a little Google, see if I can find it. But it is an odd time because I think you have the people who want to look at their health in January and we've sort of lost them by February. I just, yeah, I find it fascinating when you look at the kind of the peaks of when people test with us throughout the year. Definitely January. Had a great Christmas. Realised in January. Didn't use protection. Yeah. Uh, and it builds up all around all bank holidays, I would say. Because yes. I don't know, Jess, because I'm not young anymore. But I think young people in particular, those are the times when you're going to have your best nights out aren't they i suppose you're having nights out holidays you know it's february yeah. always know. busier in summer yeah in the kind of like in the holiday season definitely mm. i would say it drops towards or it definitely drops coming up to christmas because who wants to test at that time of year well exactly do you know when actually i think would be quite a nice time and and i know it would sit alongside another week but say if it came either before or after sexual health week So I think September's a great time. Everyone's had their summer holidays. People are still wanting to test. You've got, you know, another week of sexual health awareness to lock it onto. So you're almost making the most of all of that that thing. I mean, it sounds like what we're doing is just really just slating testing week, which we're not, by the way, just giving our honest thoughts. No, we're not. It definitely needs to happen. Absolutely. Because without it, you've got no national campaign at all. And it's really important that people are aware of testing for HIV and testing early in particular, but getting people to take notice and to act on it, I think is a massive challenge for everyone, yeah. not just for us. Yeah, definitely. And I think as you, I think I don't know if we talked about it on here, but we were definitely talking about it in the office yesterday. There are so many campaigns and not just within yeah. sexual health. There are just so many constantly. And I think someone else had said during this week, it was another awareness week which doesn't surprise me. So you almost got these doubling ups of awareness weeks. Yes. Yes, because there are now so many, aren't there? Yeah. But I think it helps, you know, what are we striving for to normalise HIV? And this absolutely helps with that. 
I mean, it does, but again, I just want it to say HIV in any of them. Because at least give HIV the finger, said HIV. I think you're right. One of the things I was going to raise was around the Britishness around sexual health and the shame of going to the sexual health clinic. We hear it all the time when people come to test with us, that they don't want to be seen at the sexual health clinic or have any association at all. I don't know if that's a British trait or a a worldwide trait, Um, but I do think you're right. If we're going to normalise this and make it kind of commonplace or as commonplace as looking after your physical health or your mental health, we, we do have to be quite blunt. There's no shame in saying HIV. That's the thing. And, and I think if if when, if it's not being mentioned, that is how it feels, that that's intentional. Let's not say it. Let's not scare people. It's like, but if you're not saying it, it doesn't mean anything. Just I test. No. And I think we need to do more of that. Oh, God, I had a, such a depressing email. I'd reached out to a group where we have seen a rise in new infection rates. It's a very stigmatised group. We've not really worked with them before. Um, but, you know, kind of reach out and say, oh, this has happened. What can we do to work more closely together? And they literally sent an email back saying, yeah, we've thought about it. No, we don't want to work with you. This is a very sensitive area in our community. So it's a no from us. Wow. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, stigma's still strong then. Excellent. But campaigns like this kind of help with that because if we can't reach that community through working in partnership, maybe some people from that community will see this campaign. But will they know what to test for? Well, no. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, possibly not. But <laughs> we'll have planted the seed that they need to test for something. For something. And they're like, let me have a thing. Although we should mention, so we've got two fantastic billboards. We've got one in Slough and one in Reading. And it just said, when was the last time you tested for HIV? And then we put the link to getting a free test. And I think, yeah, we're just being blunt. Doesn't need more than that, does it? No, it doesn't. And it, the billboard in Slough is right by MS Food. So I'll see it every day. It's a good location. They're both right on main roads. Yeah. See, I think that's the thing. It's just we're making that matter of fact. It doesn't have to be like, a, oh, my God. But how are we supposed to move forward if if even other community groups don't want to work with us? Well, I thought those days were gone. Well, they're not gone. I think we experience stigma quite a lot and we just take no notice of it because mm. we're so used to it. But I think to have such a blunt kind of shutdown of no, too sensitive for us. It's, it's like, well, brilliant. Never going to move forward then, are we? Exactly. Uh, yeah, bananas, bananas. But yeah, yeah. I will go back with a suitable reply. Just going. Oh well, there's an increase in your community. So sensitive yeah. or not? Yeah, we need to look at that. Yeah, yes. Just the thought. It's uh, yeah. Yes. It's very sad. I tried not to take it personally. Yeah, but don't I did take have it to. Uh, well, an additional bag of chocolate buttons today, Jess. An additional one. Yeah. Little yeah. one, not not giant family packs. Okay, you've got to keep on top of the daily quota, haven't you? You have. Do you know Sean, our boss, can nail a whole family bag of buttons? What do you mean? He can put them all in his mouth in one go. Ooh, he can just eat a big bag of buttons in one sitting. <laughs> doesn't sit there just piling, ramming them in his mouth, does oh he? Oh, my God, let's do that. Let's do that with you next week. How many buttons? Well, both of us. Otherwise, it's not a... I'm on board. But it's not a competition, so I'll beat you. I can fit my own fist in my mouth. Well, yes. I don't think I... And I don't like having... 
What were you going to say? <laughs> don't like having a full mouth. If you're going to eat something. <laughs> Nothing too large, thank you. We're going to have to edit all of this out. It's disgusting talk. That if you have too many buttons or too much of anything in your mouth, you can't eat it properly. You can't appreciate it properly. That doesn't oh, sound any better. You, no, but you like to savour is what you're saying. Yes, I'm not just going to ram them in. Okay. Well, it's just the way you said Sean can nail a whole bag of buttons in a sitting. And it was just like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Should we move on? This is what happens when we don't have proper content. Well, we do have proper content because it's been very informative. This is what happens when I don't take charge of the content. Yeah, that's the thing. You need to wrangle me. What? You need to wrangle me. I don't know what that means. And I don't want to do it. You're like a wrangle the conversation. Like a wrangler. What's a wrangler? I've said the word wrangle too much. It doesn't mean anything now. Wrangle. You know, like you wrangle a horse. No. Right. I'm going to read you the definition of what about wrangler jeans? Oh, I've heard of them. That's a brand name. Right. Okay. Wrangler. How, Jess, this podcast is listened to in 176 countries where predominantly English won't be their first language is beyond me. I don't know. Right. Hang on. Wrangled a horse. It's come up with tangled. No, I'm just not having that. It's not a frigging word. I'm just not. I think people will message to say that it is because they always support right, you. Right, done anything. it. I win. I win. I win. I win. Right. Ready? Spelt with a W. Wrangle. Yeah. Yeah. A wrangler. A wrangler is someone employed to professionally handle animals, especially livestock, but sometimes other types of animals. The word wrangler is described. It's described derived from the low German wrangling, meaning to dispute or wrestle. To wrestle. You should wrestle me into like submission. It's like. Do you understand? Like Wrangle eight of, me. Eight out of ten cats does countdown. You're like Susie. I knew it was a thing to wrangle. Yeah, it, it's like basically I'm just wildly out of control and you have to wrangle the conversation back to where it was. God, Isn't do you it think weird I... that I have picked a mascot that I think accurately depicts the content this week? <laughs> do you think anyone's still listening? No. Yeah. Would you? No, I'd be if like... I have to listen to the edit of this, I'm going to switch off halfway through. I'm going to move on to Parenting Hell, which was also a bit of a car crash sometimes, but they're famous comedians, so they can allowed to get away with it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I can't... Yeah, I've said wrangle too much, Sarah. It's like we're in Miranda. Do you remember that? I, oh, I we do... are a bit like Miranda with the tall one and the little one. Which one of us is tall? Me. Yeah. Well, I'm you're, taller than you. You are taller than I, everyone's taller than me. I'm like a and you're goblet. the little sidekick that she pushes out of the way all the time. Oh, okay, okay. I see. I see what's happening here. Does she wrangle her sidekick? No, she does not. If anyone's that... still interested in National Testing Week, what we've established is it happens in every February. Different, same cam- overriding campaign across the country, but different organisations promote it in their own way. But it's spiffing. We love it. <laughs> that's it i think that's a good episode sarah we gave our opinions no one asked for them but we just we just forced them on everyone i mean if you are still listening to this oh god well done you deserve a medal well done. send me your details i'm going to nominate you for an obe imagine if people actually send your details you're gonna to have to do that now oh, i'm gonna send you my details 
No. I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still listening. I cannot risk you meeting King Charles and calling him King <laughs> Charles Spaniel. Wearing your eye test sweatshirt or whatever. With, 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 with the patch on that says HIV. It's like DIY. <laughs> like, <laughs> be amazing. He'd be so impressed with our handiwork, Sarah. Wouldn't. Oh. He's all about promoting like craftsmanship, isn't he? He's really into all of that. Yeah. Oh, maybe you could make him some of your pottery stuff. <laughs> I don't want to discuss that here. Oh, okay. There is a new potter. <laughs> we don't have to go into it. She's just finding it slightly challenging, aren't you? I just think it's upsetting when you've got all of the ideas and no ability to execute them properly. Oh, my God. Do you know what's happened to you? You have the ideas. You give me the ideas and I execute them at work. And now you have no me there to execute them for you. So you're just like, what? what's happening? This That's terrible. right. I need to find a new you. Yeah. You need to okay. find a pottery, Jess. Yes. Right. Well, that's what I'll be doing this week then. This has been an absolute catastrophe. If we're both still here next week and we've still got jobs, I'll be amazed. Thanks for listening to the HIV podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can now also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the HIV podcast for behind the scenes insights and video. The HIV podcast is produced by Thames Valley Positive Support. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.